OTG OTG Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades, and this is the Only True Gamers podcast, and we are live at the Retro World Expo today. This is day two of the Retro World Expo. Um, we are completely killing it um, today. There are just tons of people actually, you know, coming up more frequently than they did yesterday. And usually Sundays, Sundays are normally the slower day. And we've had, um, I guess, more people passing, passing by us today than we had um, yesterday. I'm kind of feeling the Sunday vibe. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Day two. Sunday vibe, it's rocking. Um, you guys got to check it out, though. You guys got to stop through and see what we are doing. Um, we do have our shirts for sale. Um, we're at limited quantity uh, today. We actually uh, got uh, our first two sales of the day out of the way. Uh, I think it was a double X large and uh, a regular large. Uh, hoping, hoping to get some more shirts sold. That's uh, our regular Only True Gamer shirts with the Only True Gamer long logo on the front, a smaller short OTG logo on the back, um, and uh, the Sickle Cell Awareness logo on the right sleeve. Um, we're trying to do some big things here. We donate the, the money from uh, uh, $2 from each shirt sale to, to Sickle Cell Awareness and, and research and stuff like that. Um, we're trying to get to a certain dollar amount. And once we get to that point, we cut a check. Um, to the Sickle Cell uh, Association in Connecticut in, in the New Haven area. So today, I may get a chance to walk around. I don't know. Um, this year has been kind of weird. Uh, normally, we have more people involved in the podcast. Um, uh, people weren't able to make it, I guess, um, this weekend. So uh, it's kind of been myself. I got lucky yesterday. I had my buddy D-Rod, who is a new member of the Super Stream team. He was able to break in and, uh, and sit down with us for a little while. We got some really key, good key interviews uh, going yesterday. And uh, within the next 10 minutes or so, uh, we're going to be setting up for an interview with Chris Crone, the guy that runs uh, Retro Games Plus and the Retro World Expo. He's going to sit down with us and, and chat it up. Um, so I'm going to set that up for him. So when he comes in here, he can he can chat it up with us and, and tell us what he's got going on and see what's going on in the future. I don't know if he does these in um, in, uh, in in other states or anything like that. I wonder if because I know he moved out to California, so I, don't, I know he has a couple of stores in California. So I don't know if he does this in California as well. That'd be cool to see. Um, so uh, yeah, we, we're definitely looking forward to um, sitting down with him and seeing what he's got going on in the future. Also, uh, we may be sitting down with some people next to us. I know we were talking about doing it yesterday. We really didn't get a chance to. Um, kind of sucked that we didn't get that, that, that opportunity. We we're trying to roam, roam about a little bit as, for, as much as we could. Um, we, did, we really don't like to leave the booth too often. Um, but we got people next to us at the, with the Retro Revolution uh, that we're going to try and get over here. And then we have the people at um, uh, Move Over Kids that were next to us that we may be trying to get. Um, and then we had a couple of people um, that were on the uh, the podcast or the, the YouTube panel or whatever they're calling that over there, um, where I guess you 
I, I guess if you're big enough, you become a guest. I don't know how that works. I'll ask Chris when he when he gets on here how that how that actually works. How do you pick who is an actual guest? Uh, we're missing our, our our buddies from Mortal Kombat though. They usually come every year, and this year for some odd reason they couldn't make it. I don't know what the reasoning is for that. Well, I I didn't really get to uh, to talk to Daniel Pasita too much, um, but he did state that he was not going to be able to um, to make it this year with his with a bunch of the cast that they had. So sorry to hear that one. Um, but yeah, there's there's um, there are a, a, a ton of people here. Today, this I feel like this Sunday is is uh, really good. I mean, there were a lot more people yesterday. I'm not going to front. There were a lot more people yesterday, but if I feel like we're getting a lot more people in the area, a lot more people that are actually stopping and taking a look and actually conversating with us, as opposed to um, yesterday where um, we had some sporadic chats with some people, um, and mostly they kept it moving. I think it was you know people just kind of overwhelmed with stuff and they wanted to see a bunch of stuff so that was great too i feel like that's laura croft but i could be wrong no no maybe it's maybe it's jill Val- she doesn't really like a jill valentine over there that's a little weird that's a weird hug okay all right i, I don't know if i would do that i'm sorry i'm just looking at stuff going on in the area and uh it's some of the stuff you, you see you're just like wow I, that just happened but yeah everything Everything's moving along, man. Everything's moving along. Everything's looking really good here. Um, the day is, is it's not as loud as yesterday, so maybe we'll get some good stuff. Except for the PA. When they go over the PA, they drown everybody out. It kind of sucks. But um, other than that, yeah, we're, we could get some... Uh, hopefully we can get some good interviews and things going. It'd be great. Day two. I want to see what's going to go on today. We're going to take a quick break. Um... See if I can roam around, and then we're, we're probably going to come back with Chris Crone from Retro Games Plus. Uh, we'll sit down, we'll have a chat with him, see what he's got going on. Um, and then we'll see what's up after that. We'll see who's going to step up and step to the mic later. We'll be right back, Pete. Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, Only True Gamers Podcast. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, and this is the Only True Gamers Podcast. We are here, day two, Retro World Expo 2019. Um, we got the guys next to us from Retro Revolution, Deuce and TC. Am I right? Am I right? I did it right yeah. that time? All right. All right. Welcome, guys, to the podcast. Um, you guys will soon find out who we are. Um, we try to do as much as we can with the community. We don't really make any money here. Um, we sell these t-shirts. Uh for cost plus two dollars so we can get some donations for sickle cell anemia my sister passed away from that a few years ago um so spread the word for us we'd appreciate that now what i want to get into is what you guys do enough about me what do you guys do uh so basically uh we're a retro gaming stream page uh on facebook and uh we've been on facebook for about a year monetized for about a year uh, we have 20,000 followers, and Woo! we're slowly rotating now into a little bit of modern gaming as well. And, uh, nice. We have a team that's uh, worldwide, so we have streamers in Spain, uh, the Philippines, Holy Mexico, shit. Uh, and we're all over the United States as well, all from the East and West as well. So, uh, the Deuce is one of my uh, RPG specials, 
new Final Fantasy guy. Uh, very yeah. nice, very nice. See, you guys are doing what we're trying to do, but better. It's okay though. We're gonna pick up our stuff. We're gonna get better. We're gonna get better. Hey, well, um, we can, we can, we can all help each other. Yeah, that's, right. that's the plan, man. I, I love to link up with people and uh, and just spread each other's wealth around. So, um, I'd be glad to work with you guys. Um, and we'll yeah. Get something that, going down the road. That's what community is all about. It's just building that community, and, and we're we're down. You know. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What do you guys have here today, though? Well, coming up very soon. One of the big things that we want to make sure we do is give back. Yes. And for immediate purposes, what we're doing is we're doing a totally free entry giveaway. We do it in the format of an elimination wheel. We call okay. it the battle wheel. Uh, it's hosted by Mr. Mysterious. We're going to be on the main stage right after the auction. Oh, nice. Uh, giving away a PlayStation Classic. And then we're going to do a different one right live from our booth to the fans that have been watching us on Facebook this nice. you know this whole weekend we got some great fans very absolutely yeah, just yeah. nice you guys, people you guys uh, are rocking and rolling you guys are right next to me so I see everything going on I'm like these guys are killing it absolutely it was a great turnout and uh, Retro World Expo this year if you didn't get a chance uh, definitely come next year uh, Chris Sprone is a great director and he's put on a great show this uh, this weekend for sure yeah this is this is uh, my fifth year coming here my fourth year um, doing the podcasting thing. Um, this is my second year having my own actual booth, and every year it gets better, it gets bigger. Um, Chris is going to sit down with us at some point. I've been trying to get up with him, as you see. I've been trying busy to connect man. with he's him. Busy, yeah, he's busy. all yeah. over the place. Um, <laughs> but he has his Retro Games Plus store. Um, yeah. I don't know if... Um, are you guys from the Connecticut area? We're from, I'm from Massachusetts. Okay. I'm from Toledo, Ohio, so it's a totally oh. different world. Wow. Um, this, this has been a completely different experience for me. I went to a convention, uh, actually my first convention in March, and it was actually in Toledo, Ohio. And it was a little bit overwhelming for me with all the people and all the culture. But um, coming back to Connecticut and coming for a, an event as big as Retro World Expo has been an incredible experience. Yes. Totally different uh, big crowds, you know, big events, big big names. I mean, you you see all different kinds of people. You know, you see, you know, like we've we've done a few things with uh, the Game Chasers and yeah, yeah. you know RGT85 here and there, and you know you see these people live and in person. You're able to meet them, yeah. hang out with them, and it's uh, it's a really incredible experience. Absolutely, I, I totally agree, and it's good. Like, I think in the retro community, a lot of it's based social media and you don't you know we know each other but we don't really know each other yeah it's and moved a lot to the social media market right um, because it's, it's so much easier to keep in touch with each other mm. um, and to share your content mm. whereas yeah. you know even just a few years ago even going back to when this started people were just trying just starting to get into the the, the YouTube arena and then right. you know twitch was just really popping off a few years ago and now they're like huge so huge to a point where it's like now microsoft like i want a piece of that right. they have their mixer that they're doing now everybody's trying to move over to little, mixer. little justin.tv <laughs> yep yeah right right exactly exactly the, like the old school stuff um it, it was just really hard to get in touch with each other now it's so much easier just you're just sharing one thing and then right. that's it everybody's right. connected right. so yeah it's, a, it's a, these these conferences are great mm. it's great for networking to us, that's also a big part of the community. Yes, is that 
ease of access to things that bring people together. Yes. Um, you know, there's a lot of salt being thrown around on a lot of social media platforms, you know, feuds between streamers or, yep. uh, you know, things like that. But what they're missing, what a lot of these people are missing is that this is all a culture yeah. that we have in common. I can walk up to anybody in here and talk about, you know, Mega Man or Final Fantasy yep. or, you know, an 80s TV show, you know, Airwolf. Yep. Oh. And I tell you what. Exactly. Really? You just that's, brought up Airwolf? Uh -huh. Really? And that's the... Holy cow. That's that's the exact response you get. Everybody knows what you're talking about. And, Grace and that's American a, Hero. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have... You, you just set off the, the music the, the theme show. in my brain. Yep, the theme exactly. show just started, started playing in my head. Exactly. Yep. And that's, I think, what a lot of people you know, come for is you, can, you don't have to know everybody here. You just walk up, you start talking to somebody about something that brings you together. Yep. And that's, it creates a community. There's your opportunity yep. to create a community right there. Yep, and that's, that's exactly how we play things. Um, our group on Facebook, uh, we allow everybody to share anything. So we don't want to be the group that has to share information with you in order for you to talk about it. We want you to be like, holy shit, this is awesome. Let me share this in the group. So we have, you know, around, you know, 1,300 regular members, you know, who are there yeah. posting on a regular basis about stuff they feel is interesting to them. And then they may see something that's interesting to them and they'll comment on it. It creates more and more and more. It's just sharing and sharing and sharing information. And we've been around for 10 years now. Um, and awesome. we're, we're, we're just trying to get bigger now. We appreciate people like you who are, who are trying to do the same exact thing and doing it on such a grand scale. I, you know, we, we appreciate you guys. Absolutely. It, it, we're all, it all comes full circle, and I think yes. each one hand washes the other in, in, in one form or another. And, yep. and uh, like I said, man, we're, we're definitely willing to work with you guys, help you guys out any way we can. We do charity streams all the time. I mean, maybe we can work something with the Sickle Cell. Uh, that's some awesome. Some sort of a charity stream like that. That's and, uh, awesome. It's you know, very so awesome. Uh, hopefully, after, you know, after the convention, we can talk. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, share information. I have my card over here. I can uh, pass my number along and things like that. So you know, text message or email or, 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 you know, come in the group and share your streams right. in the group. You guys Absolutely. can, you know, be a, be a part of everything else going on um, inside of the group as well. I heard your guy over there. He's, uh, he's got a big voice. Oh. One of your guys over there. Oh, he's, yeah. uh, he's the one with yeah. the, uh, he's running around with the phone. He's taking video of everything, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got a voice for it, man. He does. He does. He's, he's, uh, that's player one. Uh, he's, he's player one. Mr. Entertainment. Okay. Of the Revolution. He's, uh. He's a treat. He he was actually the first, um, the first stream that I watched. You know, I was killing time right before I was going to bed, scrolling through Facebook videos, and uh, he popped up with an old game that I used to play. It took me eight hours on a summer day to beat, and he, you know, the stream is only forty-five minutes long. I'm like, there's no way. And so, you know, I start. Wow. I watch it. He beat the game, and. So I started messaging him, like, how do you do this? He's like, I just got a tripod with my, uh, with my cell phone. And I'm like, do you think I could do this? He's like, yeah, he's like, anybody could do it. Just get a, you know, get one of those little tripod stands that yeah. holds your cell phone and go to town. And, uh, and here we are, you know, a year and a half later. And, awesome. uh, you know, bringing entertainment, raising money for, you know, charity, uh, trying to bring the community together yes, and that's yes. that's what it's all about yeah know? 
yeah, growing. That's, that's exactly everything that it's about, man. The community, um, they, they just get us all fired up to do more. And um, that's a, it's a similar thing. You know, I see somebody else doing something. I'm like, damn, man, that sounds cool. Actually, one of our sponsors, um, we, got, we have four sponsors. They're all local. They're all out of Connecticut. Um, you'll notice one of them, Big Boy Trivia. Uh, the guy, Craig Ventura. Shout out to Craig Ventura. Um, he's been a friend of mine for a long time. And uh, I was doing trivia for him. And he also was hosting a, a small podcast for a while. I don't think he does it anymore. Um, it's like uh, like ultra ultra radio with Craig and Fee or something like that. It was something real simple. And he had me on the show one day, and I was like, I like this. <laughs> I'm gonna try and do this. I was like, what 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 equipment do you have? And next thing you know, a light bulb went off. Six microphones later, a bunch of stands yeah. and carts and all this stuff, and 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 you know we're we're here rocking and rolling. It's just just take something simple like that. And we, I, we have our, our sponsors on the podcast every now and again. We like to show them some love um, to, you know, so we can spread the word. We, we also like to shout them out a lot. So like Jason Emery with uh, Kiao Clothing. Um, he does a bunch of shirts and stuff like that. They're all bears. So mm-hmm. cool, really cool thing. You got to check them out. He, is, um, he does like a lot of the pop culture stuff and the movies that come out. So the Joker movie that's coming out, yeah. he has a Joker bear oh, with cool. like, the, oh, like the green cool. hair and right, everything. Right, and right, instead right, of the yeah, lipstick, yeah. he has honey. All of his lips. Smearing on his lips. So it's cool as hell. Like he did a Thanos bear for for Marvel and stuff like that. He does all types of stuff. We have an only true gamer bear as well. um, That he he also donates two dollars from every sale um, to Sickle Cell when he sells a shirt. He does that for us as well. Uh, We have Expert Tech Network Network Solutions. These guys are killing me. These guys are killing me. But they um they do a lot of tech work. So anything with my computers or laptops or anything like that. I contact them if I need help. And then uh, the last one we have over there, the uh, Rambling Inn. It's a mobile Irish pub, bro. A mobile Irish pub. You'll, you'll never see anything like that. You'll never see anything like that anywhere else. They got good corned beef. I don't know that they serve food. They may bring food in, but um, they do have, like, beers on tap and they do whiskey and stuff like that so also keep in mind yeah, yeah, Irish whiskey sounds good. yeah they actually just linked up with the new england brewery i think it is and they have uh, a whiskey called um clonic hilty so look that up if you like whiskey definitely definitely absolutely straight from ireland straight from they brew it straight out in ireland so the, uh, one of the owners is irish uh damien oh, cashman wow. shout out to damien cashman troy sucky from uh, rambling in uh, yeah damien's straight from from ireland so but um, who's the rest of your crew you got here? Name your peeps you got. You got a bunch of people here. I see them sitting. There's like 10 or 20 of you. You're all over the place. We've got, uh, you know, of course, TC, um, yeah. who is the, uh, the undisputed leader of Retro Revolution. Okay, okay. Um, and uh, him and Player One, who you were mentioning earlier, yep. They actually formed Retro Revolution as just a brainchild last year at Retro World Expo. Oh, wow, okay. They just ha- hung out at the, uh, the expo. They ended up getting a booth, and the, they were talking back and forth, and and Retro Revolution just came up, and it was like, boom, let's launch this. Uh, we have uh, dope. the gentleman we call Mr. Mysterious. He runs, he's actually running the battle wheel that they were just announcing okay, in the background. Yeah, 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 I can hear that, yep. Um, 
You and, can never uh, not hear it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's, super loud, super loud. They are. It's one of those things, though, where that's that's a way we give back to the community is okay. uh, making sure that the people who are interested and invested aren't just here to get something, you know, to get the entertainment, but you know, we're also giving back to them for giving to us, the audience. Yeah. This is their time, this is their money that they, yep. you know, are investing in the page and charity and things like that yes. in our name. So we want to make sure we're giving back to them. Actually, the very first event that Retro Revolution ran at all before we launched a single stream was a 72-hour streamathon that actually turned into 108 hours. Um, Holy shit. We just, we just kept going. And every hour on the hour, we gave something away for free to, to one of the new viewers. Um, and then the next one after that was a charity stream where we raised about $2,000 for um, Extra Life. Who's okay. also, they've got a booth here. Big shout out to Extra Life. Um, yeah, they do big things. They yeah. do very big things. Yeah. My only gripe with them is that they don't, they don't, they don't have a way to allocate the money. So yeah. it just goes to a certain party, I guess, and whatever they do with it, they do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was actually trying to stream for them for a while. Um, we did one year, um, but they could not guarantee me that a portion that I was bringing in would go to Sickle Cell. Right. So, right. I mean, I don't deny anybody. They're big. They're huge. They, they do great stuff. So I never knock anybody for doing great stuff. Mm. But I would rather... For my own personal reasons, the, right. the money that I would raise would go to, to Sickle Cell. But right. I would never deter anybody from going to Extra Life and doing your thing because they're huge. Mm. They do great and amazing stuff. And you should always support amazing community efforts to raise awareness Absolutely. to everything. So yeah. Yeah. shout out to, to Extra Life. I'm going to go over there and give them a card and say hi and stuff when I get a chance. I'm manning the booth by myself today, so I'm, I'm, I feel kind of bad for myself, but I kind of don't because I, I feel like I've gotten more action today than I did yesterday. Yeah, and that happens sometimes. Yeah. You're, you're a, yeah. You are a workhorse, I got to tell you. I've been, I've, been, I've, been, I've been seeing you over here, working your I'm, butt I'm off. I'm trying, I'm trying, man. <laughs> I'm trying to move and shake a little bit. Sometimes I get a little downtime and I just, I literally put my head down. I'm like, I don't, I don't want to talk to nobody. This baby right in front of us. Yes. Just got a little Mario, a little Mario. toy for yep. a couple of bucks and just the smile on her face. And she can't stop looking at it. She's like, holy crap, look at this. <laughs> and you know, I can honestly, see exactly what she's saying right now. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> Mama, I'm gonna go to sleep with this. <laughs> That's gotta come to sleep with me. <laughs> you know, this is why we do what we do. You know, we yeah. mentioned Mr. Mysterious. Yeah. Uh, my wife is here, player one's uh, fiance is here, and Very the thing nice. is is um, you know, a lot of us have families. TC yes. has a family. I have a family. Yep. Mr. Mysterious has a, a family. Yes. You know, we're trying to live the American dream. And uh, the uh, the big thing with that is, uh, you know, we want to make a better now. world for our kids. Yes. And I agree. That is uh, it's part of it, building that community, uh, having fun. Looks like they're getting set up for that battle wheel. Okay, well, I don't want to keep you guys if you guys got other stuff to do. I definitely wanted to get you on here so we can shout you guys out. Retro Revolution. You got TC and Deuce 
over here. Um, let everybody know where they can find you. All of your social media, your your streams, your YouTubes, your Twitches. Let everybody know where they can find you so the people in Only, Only True Gamers can start following you. So on all the social media, you can find us at Retro Revolution. Retro Dash Revolution. Yep. Uh, primarily streaming mostly on Facebook now as we're a Facebook affiliate. Yep. Um, and they don't really like tend to stream to multi-platform. So we'll have a presentation uh, you can find us on Facebook all day. We're on Twitter as well. Awesome. Uh, Instagram. Uh, and come by, check us out. And, uh, I just want to say, let's definitely link up and do something for uh, Sickle Cell coming up here. And uh, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, pleasure to be on the podcast. And, awesome, uh, man. Awesome. I, I can't uh, thank you enough. Later. I can't thank you enough for that. It means a lot to me. Um, and let yeah, let's definitely link up. Let's make sure we exchange information before any of us leave. Um, and, and we should definitely stay in touch, man. I appreciate you guys so much. Shout Thank out to Retro Revolution. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna let these guys go set up. Oh, oh, he's got one more. Retro Revolution. Drag him. That's our way to say bye. Oh, see, he beat me to it. My, you all know what my spiel is? Please post responsibly. You remember the whole the old beer slogan? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We need so, that. We need more of that on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I did it. That's a, absolutely absolutely why I did it because people get out of pocket and start talking nonsense. I'm like, bro, please post responsibly. Exactly. Okay. Right. Think before you post. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna check these guys out later. I'm gonna be checking them out later because they're awesome as hell. Um, you guys stay tuned. We're, we're gonna come back in just a little bit. This is your boy Marlon, aka Hades, sitting here with TC and Deuce from Retro Re Revolution. Excuse me, and we'll be back in a minute. Later, peeps. Later, y'all. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy Marlon, aka Hades, and this is the Only True Gamers podcast, and we're back. Retro World Expo 2019, and right now we have the Move Over Kids. Right? Am I right with that? Mm -hmm. Devin and William. Yes, we're uh, I got one it. half of the group. I got it this time. Yeah, <laughs> one one half, half of the group. Okay, I'm missing people. Well, they're out in Texas right now. Oh, okay. I live in New Jersey, and he's from Massachusetts, so we met in the middle to come here. Very, very nice. Okay, I like that. I like that. So I seen you guys were over here rocking and rolling the past couple days. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I you know I'm sitting in between two people who are killing it. The Retro Revolution over here and the Move Over Kids are slaughtering everything for the entire weekend. Yeah, we've had tons of people at the booth. Tons of people. Tons of people. I, I'm watching it. I'm like, uh, I'm never going to get these guys to sit down. <laughs> this is the slowest it's been right now. And this is only like three minutes. <laughs> it's the slowest <laughs> it's been for you guys. So what do you guys actually do? I know we discussed it before, but I want to let the people at home know what you guys actually do. Yeah, so the channel consists of uh, Devin and myself... Dave and Ken and Ken is on the show he does most of the show the information for the show he puts out videos Nintendo yep. related videos yep. and on Saturday nights uh, right now we're doing it Saturday night 8pm Eastern Standard Time Okay. all four of us get together and discuss Nintendo news and nice. we'll kind of delve into different uh, you know, geek culture stuff in there as well Nice, nice. So I'm, I'm going to definitely make sure I take down all of your information. I know you wrote your stuff down here. I want to get like your, your time frames and stuff too. So so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whip out the pad before you guys leave and make sure I get your time frame so I know exactly what you guys are doing and when you're doing it. Um, I, w I also want you guys to um, 
you know, pop into the group too, so you guys can share your information into the groups. Mm -hmm. We have around 1,300 members in the group, and we want to, you know, spread the wealth around. We want to make sure everybody, because we're, we're, we're all making very good connections this weekend. This is probably one of the better years, connection-wise, that I've seen, where people are more willing to be open to talking about stuff and sharing information. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited um, about how things have gone this year, connection-wise. Yeah, in fact, prior to the show, I had mentioned yes. on Facebook that I was yes. going to be right next exactly. to you. Exactly. I I, I've been telling people that story for the longest because there's only two people in the four years that I've been doing this that, that have done that. And it's um, Super Thrash Bros, mm -hmm. who is a, you know, a, a dope rock group. I've seen them. They're, I think they're out uh, of Jersey. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Super, Super Thrash Bros. You guys are awesome. That album kicks ass. I hope you guys continue to do more. Um, also, um, you guys contacted me as well. So there was... Yeah. I, like, that's just super dope. Super, super dope. Uh-oh. Here we go. Here we go. A parking coupon. Did they not give these out properly? Oh, my God. I was about to... No, 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 no. They took mine yesterday. See, we have to enter... We, we have to interrupt this uh, broadcast for a specially uh, super update. Parking passes. Thank you. I don't have that button yet. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure I have that next year, though. I'll, I'll hook up an iPad and I'll just press the news bulletin button. I will have that next year. You see. You wait and see. But they didn't. I totally forgot about it. Thanks, man. That's see. You're the real MVP. That guy right there is the real MVP. I got to tell you. Now we know. Black City um, Comic Con right across from us. Um, dude does great work as well. He's going to be on the yeah, podcast eventually. I'm, I'm trying to get him here before he goes as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't want I don't want to interrupt that. But now back to our regularly scheduled podcast, right? <laughs> um, now that I have my parking pass, appreciate that. Yeah. So <laughs> um, <laughs> see, this is how we are. We're we're super casual mm -hmm. at the Only True Gamers podcast. We like to talk about um, our games as much as possible all the gaming news anything um, in the industry recently released games things like that nature but we're also super laid back and casual mm -hmm. and we'll do stuff like this and we'll pull people in we'll talk to people in the middle of a podcast we're trying to do an interview but guess what this guy's going to come over here and talk to us as well because they don't even want to just talk to me they want to talk to you guys as well yeah um, so back to you guys though so I definitely want to make sure that we're going to get all of your information and all of your time frames so we can um get together and link up and maybe do something together at some point um but but tell me about the actual shows that you do and the actual podcasts you know podcasts that you're, you're where you're talking about stuff yeah. so um ken has a video that he put on there where he discusses some of the rare zelda stuff that he owns okay and one of those items happens to be a pair of zelda nikes that there was only five pairs in existence I'm still blown away on how he got a hold of those things. <laughs> Folks at home, if you could have seen my face, man. Yeah. I'm like, Zelda Nikes? What? Yep, that's one of the videos he has on there, and th those things are sweet. He has a very large Zelda collection, anything you can possibly think of. Anytime wow. we go to a convention like this, we're always saying, Ken, do you have this? He's like, yep, 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 yep. Yeah. Oh, wait, get me that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could, I could totally see that. Like, I'm a huge Mega Man fan, and at one point... I am, point, too. They had um, they had Mega Man sneakers, but I don't know who made them, and I never seen them again. This was probably around 15 years ago that I saw them. I don't think I saw those. Yeah, they were they were super dope. They were like um, uh, the dark blue, the light blue, um, with hints of gray and white on them. Ooh. And then they had um, the back the back of it had the Buster 
like icon. Oh, I was like, wondering the, if they're gonna have that. Yeah. 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 It was like on the back side of the sneaker and stuff like that. It was pretty dope. It was definitely pretty dope. I don't remember um, what was on like the the toe area, but um, there was something something specific on the toe area. But I remember the back because it had like the Buster thing, just because the, the you know the way it's curved in the back. Yeah. It kind of resembled it. It was it was badass. I, I've never I seen them again. I went and did. Um, I was messing around with Grand Theft Auto Five. And one of the cars I had, I actually made it the blue and cyan oh. for Mega Man. But I did, when I did the wheels, the uh, I put the red in there to make it okay. for like for the on the yeah, ears. For, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, back in the day, I had a um, Acura Integra. It's a two-door coupe, mm-hmm. um, like hatchback style almost, and. Um, I had I had it lowered and I had the exhaust like I did the whole tuner thing, and um, I put Capcom Racing on the side of it. Oh, nice! Now there's no 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 such thing as Capcom Racing at all, none whatsoever. There's no I don't even think there's any racing games by Capcom. I just said I'm gonna put Capcom Racing and their classic like yellow and blue colors on there. Okay. And my car got broken into twice, uh. so I took it off. <laughs> <laughs> and I never got broken into again. I don't remember it's just what the... It's because it's easily recognizable. Like, as soon as you've seen the cap on racing, you're like, yeah, yeah that, that, that guy has some stuff in there. I'm going to go rob him. I don't remember what the Fuck. vehicle was I had, but there was one vehicle. My license plate said Dr. Wiley. That's dope. Yeah. Really? So as soon as I get to meet uh, the band, the Megas, yes. I'm going to give them one of the plates. Oh, that's dope. So you, you kept one or... I kept both of them. Oh, you kept both of them? Oh, you yeah. never turned them in? No, we didn't have to turn them in where I... Uh, it was uh, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, Connecticut. They're like, yo, give me my shit back. <laughs> no, they, um, and I think Maine, they didn't have you give them back either. Wow. So I think I still okay. have my license plates for Maine that said Bantha on them. Wow, okay. Yeah, the uh, Star Wars reference. Yes, there. yes. See, this guy's, this guy's all over the place. This guy's all over <laughs> oh, the place. Oh, yeah. I, 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 go, I go a little bit this and that with the geek culture. Yep, I'm with you. I love all that stuff. I mean, I'm, I may not know as much of the lore as you guys do, but I'm in there. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I kind, I kind of go all over the place in my gaming as well. I try to, but I, I end up going back to stuff. Like I was super excited when Borderlands Three came out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I picked it up. Yeah, I'm I'm playing that as much as I can with work and stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but that game is phenomenal. They're like all the games that they've made have been really good, except for the the pre sequel. I wasn't really a fan of the pre sequel. It's a pretty good game, but. Um, one and two were mm-hmm. they took the cake and then yeah. um, pre-sequel was the one I'd never finished same here I never finished that one I feel I'm, I'm a little upset with myself but yeah, it's whatever I, I rather play the DLC they released yeah. uh, like two months ago for Borderlands 2 than play the pre-sequel and I haven't even played that oh uh, that, that was good it was good because it played exactly like the Borderlands 2 it was, mm-hmm. it was just DLC yeah. Devin what have you been playing recently uh, I've just been playing a lot of Link's Awakening I've been trying to get okay. through that uh, on the Switch specifically. I think I've only beat um, two Zeldas ever. Uh. <laughs> I think it was the first two. Yeah, second one's my favorite one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, normally the second ones are usually better, um, but Zelda is Zelda. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I buy them, especially when it seems really, really cool. Like if I look at something and I think to myself, I can't really get into it, mm-hmm. then I usually don't buy it. Um, I, I've skipped on a lot of Zeldas. I know you guys are going to hate on me at home, but don't do it. Stay away from hating <laughs> on me. But I did buy um, the last one, the uh, Breath of the Wild. Yeah, okay. I did buy that. I haven't finished it, though. I haven't finished it it's, either. It's a hard game, especially if you're a completionist and you want to try to get all the shrines. That yeah, they were very complex. People were telling me about that. So I'm, I, I think I'm just going to be the person that 
um, just goes in and tries to just finish the story when I get a chance. Yeah. Uh, Borderlands 3 is my main priority right now, so... Yeah, I want to get that game finished. I've just been playing a lot of Link's Awakening, and I've been also playing Blasphemous on my Switch. It's a Metroidvania style that really reminds me of Castlevania Symphony Symphony of the Night. What's it called? Blasphemous? Blasphemous, yeah. Nice. Might have to check that out. There's a lot of cool games coming out, man. And so so you guys talk about a lot of these uh, Nintendo games, right? That's your main thing, like you do... Yeah, that's the main focus. You play other stuff, but your main focus is Nintendo, right? Me and William, we we dabble in, like, all the game systems. But Ken, he's more, like, uh, uh, specifically on Nintendo. Okay. Not not a big deal. I I get it. I get it. Um, It's good to have, especially in our group, we like to have uh, people who who love all types of gaming. You know, we got our Xbox fanboys, our PC Master Race guys, (laughs) you know, and we have our Nintendo fanboys, our Sony fanboys, and, um, you know, we Mobile's starting to get big, so, but we don't really have anybody that's like huge into the mobile yeah. scene right now. And I'm the uh, Intellivision fanboy. Yes, yes, you were telling me about that the other day. So, tell that story. I, w- I want to. I want the fans here. I want the people in the group and stuff. I want them to hear that story as well because it, that was very, that was very cool and interesting to hear yesterday when I was talking to. And that was one of the things that made me say, you know, I got to have these guys on here. So, which, which one was uh, that one? There was a bunch of different ones. You were, that- you were telling me. Um, uh, about the guy that helped you start it, I think. Oh, the yes. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, my friend Paul. Yes. Who he? We started a group called the Intellivisionaries. Nice. And oh, that's a cool last name. Yeah. He. Uh, well, he's a uh, uh, Paul Nermanin, also known as Nermix. Okay. He okay. used to he used to DJ out in uh, I think it was in California. Okay. But he, no, he, we got uh, together to do that. He wanted to get uh, Keith Robinson who was the president of Intellivision Productions. Uh, he wanted to get you know, the blessing of him to work on it. So we put out an episode, and I think Keith probably listened to it, and he lived not far from, from Paul. So he kind of had a, did a dinner thing with Paul, yeah. went, out, or went out to lunch, and he's like, yeah, you can do this. In fact, uh, do you need any information from me? You know, I can get you the names of people who were, that worked on stuff. I can get you the contact information for them. So with uh, uh, Paul, Rick, and I, we continued doing the show. We got different uh, programmers on the show. We talked mm-hmm. about all the different, like, I think we were up to 30-plus episodes on it. Wow. But, uh, okay. yeah, like, all the programmers that we could get would come on and talk about what they did doing the games and stuff. Very but, nice. But, um, yeah, Keith passed away a couple years ago. Oh, okay. And um, Paul happened to also know uh, Tommy Tellerico. Okay. who I'm sure many people that are listening have probably heard of Tommy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tommy is now the president of Intellivision Productions. Yep, and they're currently working on something new, right? And yes. They're, they're coming uh, out with something next year, is it? 10-10-2020, the release of the Intellivision Amico. That sounds cool as hell, 10-10-2020? Yeah, they decided That's that would dope. be a nice, nice uh, yeah. date to put it on. That's so I dope. guess 10-10 um, this year, they're going to release uh, shirts. Okay. Yeah, they get, like other uh, there's YouTubers that have had shirts already. Yeah. But they're gonna release the shirts to the regular public. Okay. For the, like the one year countdown. Okay. For the I might, system. I might have to check that out. I'm pretty in love with the colors of that console at the moment. I really want the red and black one because it's got like this carbon fiber on it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. I, I I feel like the red and black is would be classic. Yeah. Well, Tommy's a big uh, Ferrari fan. Okay. So for the red and black, he put that pinstriping. Okay. 
Uh, pinstriping, the, uh, carbon, carbon fiber. fiber. Yeah, okay. There's reasoning behind it. I get yep. it. Now I get it. But they're doing, if um, you sign up for the newsletter okay. uh, over at Intellivision, you can get, they give you, they're going to give you a link, I think, later on uh, to get a special version that's wood grain. Ooh. To be kind of like the original system. Yeah, okay. Not bad. Yeah, that's now, the one is, I'm is, definitely is that getting. Be an extra fee for that, you think, or is so that because it's a special it, edition? That one, it might be. The ones that are going to be standard in the stores are going to be the red. Uh, it's going to be the the black and the white. Okay. The red and the purple he's mentioned are going to be out at like uh, other stores as exclusives, okay. and those might be a little higher in price. Okay, I get that. I get that. So, so Devin, how long have you worked on this? On this stuff, all this, all this gaming and podcasting, YouTubing. Well, YouTube in general, I've only been doing this for. Well, it can actually approach me. Uh, um, the way, the reason why I know him is because when the Amiibo figures first came out, we were on a Facebook group together, and I worked an overnight job, so we would try to stake out the pre-orders when they would come up because they would snap out of existence like that. Yeah. And we started a Facebook group to watch the pre-orders on the website. So we started talking. We've been friends ever since the Amiibo first came out. Nice. Then he started his YouTube channel and approached me about starting a podcast on Twitch. Not a lot of people watched us. And so moving on from there, we eventually got David, which he found, which is arguably the most rare Wii U game in existence. Okay. Which is the um, Lost... uh, It's It's a Lego Jurassic Park Lost World. And it had like this uh, little... um, Lego figure in it, and apparently it was recalled. Yeah, I'm um, not really sure, but it's really expensive and very rare. So we got him on, and then I think we found William soon yeah. after. So they put the, one of the first episodes up, and I'm like, "Hey, I'd like to come on the show." So they had me on a show, and they're like, "Dude, we want to keep you on here." So basically, nice. we've been doing this. I think we just hit our year anniversary uh, just a little while ago, actually. And I, then I started my own YouTube channel, Rat Boy Collectibles. I only just started, okay. so I'm about like 50 subscribers, and I just okay. do things about toy collecting. Yeah, very nice. Sp- very speaking nice. of the Amiibo, though, there's um, like people had a hard time picking those up, okay. and we had a situation where we were going to show up at uh, Target ra- probably around midnight or so. Okay. For eight o'clock in the morning. Okay. So one of the guys we knew, he he got there. He was going to pick some stuff up, go yeah. back to his place. And he pulls in, and he happens to notice that one of the guys that's a big scalper was already there. Okay. So he messages me. He's like, dude, the scalper is already here. Get down here now. Okay. So 4.30 p.m., the day before they're being released, we're already out there with chairs waiting outside of Target. Everyone coming in, wondering what we're doing. At one point, the police picked up a shoplifter, and they came out. They asked what we were doing. We told them, and he's like, "Well, just keep safe." He's like, well, "Yeah, I normally they do that." Yeah, he's like, like, "I know, I know area. you're out here. If you have any problems, call us." Yeah. The managers were okay with us being there. Yep. But the scalper didn't stay. He he was there to probably to pick up stuff as well. Okay. But he showed up at seven o'clock in the morning, and he's like, "I'm the first person in line." <laughs> no, you're not. No. Yeah. I've had that happen too many times. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Gonna, we're not. We're not going to play that game, buddy. Yeah. In fact, the managers have come out around 7:30 to check on everyone and to hand out tickets. And I'm yeah. like, that guy down there just showed up. He's trying to cut in line. Do not give him a ticket. Wow. Like, he's, Did they he's, listen to you? I'm like, 
I worked at that Target. Oh, okay. So, so you have I'm pull. Like, I go, he is, he is only here to buy it and resell it. Yeah. Like, we're we're here to buy them for ourselves. Yeah, and I think that was uh, the release of um, Roy and Lucina. Oh, okay. And the store only got two per, if I recall right. Wow. It was either two or four, but yeah, there, like, there were people that showed up at like four o'clock in the morning and didn't get it. <laughs> Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, because there were already people in line. There were people lined up behind us at midnight. Jeez. So we all got them. Wow. Well, hey, guys, I know you guys got the booth next to us, and mm-hmm. you, you guys are always rocking and rolling. I don't want to keep you guys from uh, from your business over there. Yeah, we got some um, people playing Smash right now over yep, there. You got some people over there, and I, I know we're trying to keep an eye on them while we're talking as well. Yeah, keep looking but what over. What I want to do um, before you guys um, get off the podcast, I want to make sure you guys share all of your information with the people at home. So tell everybody at home where they can find you. All right, so you can uh, find us at Move Over Kids on YouTube. Also and, the Facebook group. Oh, and, oh. and Facebook. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm, mo- I'm mostly used to uh, giving out the YouTube. Okay. So YouTube and Facebook, Move Over Kids? Move Over Kids. Very, very good. Well, hey, listen, Devin and William, I appreciate you guys coming on the podcast. I wanted to make sure you guys got a chance to, to sit here and tell the Only True Gamers audience where they can find you, what you guys do. Um I appreciate you guys. When I got here, you guys actually wanted to help me set up. Oh, yeah. And I think that's big. Um, That's a big gesture to me. Um, I really appreciate you guys. And um, I'd like to get together with you guys and and show some support back. So make sure you um, we we stay connected. Make sure you have my contact info so we can get together and we can start pushing you guys into the group so you can share some of the stuff that you you, that you guys do with us. All right. Okay. so. I'm going to let these guys go, and we're going to take another short break, and hopefully we can get our buddy Chris Crone over here, who's been kind of ducking me all day. (laughs) He's got a lot of stuff to do. He's a very busy man, so I'm not going to knock him like that. But we will be back in a couple of minutes, hopefully with Chris Crone. Thanks for listening, guys. It's your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, and we'll be back shortly. Thanks, peeps. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast, and we are here at Retro World Expo, um, finishing out the day. Uh, there's a few more hours left. I think we're close. Do you guys close at 5 or 6? We close at 5 today. We close at 5. So, the voice you just heard is Chris Crone. This is the mastermind behind all of this. What's going on, man? Not much. I'm uh, <laughs> he's got a lot, actually. <laughs> he's got a little geeky smile on his face. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. I've been trying to get to you all day. Yeah. It's like noon. You've been all over the place. I get I get pulled in a million different directions. And, I can't even uh, imagine, man. Yeah, we had a time set up, and then I was like, oh, man. Missed yeah. it by 15. Then we run into the other. It's like, oh, shit. How about 15 minutes? We run into it again. Oh, shit. How about 20 minutes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. No problem here, man. You're running another awesome show. A tightly Thank run you. ship. Um, and, you know, I think I feel like you also listened to vendor and fan reactions from last year. Because I feel like there's some other stuff that were moved and tweaked. Um, and, f- and I feel like we, we got a lot more traffic in this area. Because I feel like we were in the same spot last year. So I, th- I feel like I was uh, down a couple of slots. 
But but I feel like you tweaked some stuff and made it a little bit more uh, streamlined. Yeah, um, this is so we've been in the Connecticut Convention Center three years now yep. uh, since 2017, and actually this is the first show that I think actually went really smooth, and I was actually pleased with. Um, Oh, the wow. first year we were here in 2017, we were in a, a much larger space. Yes. Thought that was going to be a good idea, take more square footage, and it ended up just being like a cavern in there. Uh, so we had to adjust that. We downsized to this smaller space. And then, so that was our first time in this space last year. Yes. And really just needed to adjust, um, make a lot of adjustments from that year to this year. Yeah. Um, yep. and, and a lot of that does come from feedback from... A lot from vendors, a lot from attendees, um, and really just listening to uh, listening to feedback from all different angles, whether it's the survey or just talking to people and people are like, yeah, I didn't like this, I didn't like that. And so we, we take all of that and try to, to work as fix whatever we can. Um, so this year in particular, I spent months going back and forth with our um, one of the uh, the exhibition, the people that bring in everything, the pipe and drape and stuff, and now okay. the floor plan, and really looking at every little angle of this space to try to make it work. And I, I think it came out pretty good. I mean, there's still a few things we would change, but yeah. overall, pretty way better. So I, now, that was going to be one of the questions I asked as well. Like how I was going to say, like how how do you come up with like who does that? Do you hire somebody? You're saying the guys that come in with the pipe and drape is that? Um, a company that you have to hire on the outside? Yeah, we work with a third-party company that sets everything up. Okay. Uh, it's like far as where we're sitting, like in a pipe and drape with the table and all that. They yep, do yep. all that, but they just go off of what we tell them. So oh, every okay. little angle, I mean, I spent, again, months going through with the, a ruler, like designing this, designing that. Okay. And, then, and then you see it all on paper, and then the day you get into the show, I walk around. The first thing I do is walk around, and I'm like... Oh, that doesn't look right. We got to change that. Let's pull this table out. Let's move this. Let's move that. And so, how early do you get here to do that? That was Friday. Uh, we're here. Okay. We got here at noon. So, okay. we're here a day early. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty cool because there's nobody else here. It's just yeah. us, and yep. it's empty. And the first thing I do for a couple hours is just just walk around and make adjustments on everything. Um, so try to fill in like any empty spaces, dead space, try yeah. to keep it full and, you know, and try to anticipate traffic flow and, um, where people are going to be. And even down to like where specific vendors were, even you and retro revolution and the guys around you, we, we looked at this year more than we've ever done. Like, let's put this group of people here. Let's put all the indie devs in this one section. Yeah, yeah. Like let's put guests over here. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it worked pretty well. It had pretty and good flow. You know what? That, was, that, was, that leads me into another question. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up. For the guests, like how, do you, how do you figure out who you want as guests? Because, I mean, for myself, like the Only True Gamers community, we've been around for 10 years. Um, actually, this year is our 10-year anniversary, August 26th. Nice. Congrats, I, I've been shouting man. myself out pretty much, but <laughs> I'm shouting it out all the time. Um, it's a huge milestone for me. So um, we were just kind of figuring out, like, what, how do you go about saying, okay, we think this person would be a cool guest? So one of my partners, uh, Lance Cortez, is uh, he's m mostly in charge of all the guests. Although do, we do have a lot of uh, meetings throughout the year on like, okay. would this be a good guest? Would this not be a good guest? Um, our focus over the past five years has been very heavy YouTube focused. Okay. Um, and one of the reasons for that is that YouTubers do a lot of promotion. 
Um, yeah. they're, they're out there with the community. They have followers. Yeah. Um, so like we might get somebody that like developed Atari games, which we have quite a few of those guys this year. But yes. some people might know who they are, but others might be like, I don't even know who that is. But I know the game like Pac-Man or Dig Dug yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. But okay. the YouTubers have always done a great job at these conventions, being a part of it. People... Um, promoting on their end and then also they have tons of followers like yeah. somebody like Pixel Dan who's yeah. been at our show many times probably has like 300,000 followers now so when he yeah. announces yeah. like hey I'm at Retro World Expo it's he has a, a lot deal. of fans yeah. right yeah. Um, versus like just go back to the guy that was an Atari developer he might not have as you know much of a following so yeah. the YouTubers are always always make great guests um, a lot of the guys we've had back are actually YouTubers that are uh, a lot of them, like Jay from Game Chasers, has just been a friend of the show for a long time. Yeah. Um, and we have great relationships with them. And then somebody like Chris Alamo with Classic Gaming Quarterly was like a new guest this year. And yep, yep. Um, we, we just kind of go through and look at, uh, you know, what their, what their followers are and would they be a good guest at the show and are people into them? And, and then we reach out to them and try to make arrangements. So. Nice, nice. Yeah, because I saw it, it looked a little bit different this year, um, and I, I think th that's a different placement than you had it previously, right? Yeah, uh, that we're looking at it. The guest area section this year is against like the far corner wall, which is honestly probably like uh, I'll just say it. It's probably like the worst area of the convention hall, believe it or not. Okay. And you might think like, well, put guests right up front, but um, we try to put the guests actually as far back in like an area where where. It, vendors might not want to be because it's actually a um, we know that people are going to go over that they're going to flock see, in that they're direction. Gonna go there regardless yeah. so um, that's what that's how we ended up putting the guests in that far back corner this year very nice um, so so have, have you been receiving any feedback I, I'm pretty sure you have because I'm going to give you some feedback myself yeah but, but, hear it. but have you received feedback so far like has anybody come up to you and said hey man this shit should change you got to you got to move this here next year or I'm not coming this is the, so I, when I'm at the show the past few days, and you've probably seen me out on the floor, I, I'm generally on this show floor walking back and forth, talking yep. with people, talking with tournament organizers, talking with volunteers, talking with attendees, mm -hmm. and so I hear a lot of feedback, and um, this is the first year that I have not heard a ton of negative, not, we never get a ton of negative, but I haven't had a lot of like, hey, this didn't work, this didn't work, like, we need to change this. Uh, the only thing I've heard, actually, so far is somebody was like, the announcements are too loud. That was actually where I was going to go. <laughs> is it really? They're extremely loud. I, I told our announcer, Pete, who has a, uh, a very strong voice, I said, you got you to gotta just move it away from your mouth a little bit. It's too loud. And, and it's funny you said that, too, because I actually have to tell people to move a little closer to the mic <laughs> because I'm like, you have to stay close because you're going to pick up everything in the background. It's, a, you know, it's very open in here, so. When those announcements come through, it drowns our mic out. <laughs> I bet it drowns everything out. Yes, it's just too loud. So um, we'll work on that. That's kind of an easy fix. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the, you just turn the mic down on him. He has yeah. no choice but to move closer at that exactly. point. Exactly. <laughs> um, but did you have any other? What anything else you thought would would be good to change or you didn't like? Um, no. To be honest, um, I thought everything was spaced a lot better than it was last year. Like, you know. I think that was one of the things I had uh, mentioned last year, the spacing, and we didn't get a lot of traffic in this area. I thought the space looked too empty for people to want to travel in this area. Yep. This is what we have both days. Which is pretty good. Which is Especially great. Especially for a Sunday. 
So I, I said it earlier in the podcast. I was like, we're getting a lot of traffic, and it's a Sunday. So Sundays are always honestly our ticket sales are like a five to one ratio, like okay. Saturdays to Sundays. So um, it's just people go out more on a Saturday than a Sunday, and we have a lot of awesome things on Saturday too. So, yep. um, but even this year, I, I think the one thing that was the the biggest change I noticed about this year about the show was that. Um, our attendance was up for sure. Like our attendance was up probably about thirty percent this year from oh, last wow. year. Okay, but that's th- great. But the thing I noticed more than even that was I think we had so many more activities going on, and we yes. had a, a really like detailed schedule. Yeah, that it kept people yeah. here a lot longer. Yeah. So they were waiting for just that one thing to pop off, or maybe they had several things that were, um, you know, spaced out properly where they can watch this then go shop and eat and then come back and watch this other thing or check out this other thing and then go home whereas things might have been back to back to back to back they're like all right i'm good i'm out yeah and and a lot of it just had to do with um the way we we put the schedule together this year so Mm -hmm. instead of having like five different pages with like events on each one we made just one long list of everything so say you get to the show at three o'clock and you're like, all right, I'm here at three. I don't really care about everything that happened before. I'm here at three. What's going on now? Yeah. Bam, I went and saw a panel. Now what's at four? I got out. Yeah. Oh, tournaments are starting down here. Yeah. Um, oh, five o'clock, I can go see the video game collectibles auction. So yeah. it was, I think it kept people, gave attendees, exhibitors, everybody, and even myself, I kept looking at the schedule, like an idea of like, all right, how, what am I going to do now? What's going on? There's yep. five activities this hour. Let's go choose one. Exactly. And it, and it kept people in the building and like, a lot longer and able to like plan their day of what they wanted to go see because there's a ton, there's a lot that goes on. My, um, my only gripe with the schedule it has nothing to do with how it was put together, but when you actually look at it online or something like that, it becomes this long like if like almost un, yeah. un like you just can't read it like it's terrible like it looks terrible that it looks jumbled up. Yeah. Um, but again, I think it was it was put together well. And I, that's the major point to it. Yeah, the, and that's what we had to do. It looks like a, it's a ton of stuff. I yeah, mean, it's, there it's, was probably between all the panels and the tabletop stuff and the tournaments and the main stage and the bands, um, there, there was just a lot. And it was the best way I could organize it to put it together. Yeah. That I was like, I, this is the only way I think it, it works best. Yeah, um, I, I think I think it was a really good job, to be honest. Like I said, the, you said, your attendance is up. Um, obviously, I'm not privy to that until you tell me. But yeah. Um, you can clearly see, like last year, you just didn't have this. Yeah, no. This and is he was across from me last year too, which is cool because I've known him for a very long time. Um, yeah. But you just didn't see this type of traffic last year, so you can clearly tell the changes you made definitely made a difference. Thanks. Yeah. No. I, uh, I like I said at the beginning, I, I was super pleased with this show. Um, happy with it. I think it's a great foundation for us to really like kind of take this con in, into a, a bigger area, grow on what we've got. Yeah, um, I'll try definitely. I, every year I'll plan on introducing a few new things, whether it's a few new tournaments, we'll obviously have new guests. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, it, it was really good this year to have an awesome show like this to just, uh, and I, the, the biggest ads, marketing and advertising we can get is put on a good show and then have yeah. people go home and talk to their friends or whatever and say, definitely. or share on social media and be like, that was an awesome show, you should come next year. Yeah, and, definitely, definitely. You know. we, we try to share um, as much as possible, uh, Twitter and Facebook. I really don't do the Instagram too much. I probably should hire somebody to do some social media for me, but I'm kind of broke, so I can't <laughs> do that. Um, okay, well that got 
ominously loud. That's almost as bad as the um, announcements. <laughs> that was the Ghostbusters. That sounds cool, though. Yeah, it's the Ghostbusters. But it's a little much. Yeah. What's yeah. that? A, a Volta? What do they call it? A something the Proton pack? pack? Proton Pack. Thank yeah. you. Not Voltron. Proton. Well, I like Voltron, too. It's okay. <laughs> but that was that's a loud Proton Pack. You're scaring kids all over the place. <laughs> but it's dope that it's actually really, really well done. You know, that, that there's one thing we didn't bring back this year, actually. We had the Ghostbusters at almost every show, and we just didn't have room for them this year. Now, so you one, know who I missed this year? The Mortal Kombat crew. I know. Last year when we were on this show, we had Daniel Piscina, yeah. Johnny Cage, and um, uh, we, you know what? The, the thing is, is that they would have come back and we could have had them back. Yeah, uh, yeah. They've, those guys, it's a funny story actually with them. So uh, Daniel Piscina, who played Johnny Cage, Scorpion, yeah, yeah. Reptile, all those guys, um, we reached out to them to 2015 to come to Retro World Expo, the first yeah. show that we had at the Oakdale Theater. Yeah. That was the first time he had ever done a show. Um, Daniel and Johnny Cage and he was like yeah sure I'll come out from Chicago and see what happens so first expo he's ever done Retro World Expo since then he travels around the world now he's doing yeah. shows in like Hong Kong he was yeah. doing a show down in like Brazil I think yeah. and when I saw him last which was out in Southern California which is where I live now and I yeah. saw him at SoCal Retro Gaming Expo which was at Retro City Festival and um and I was like, hey, Daniel, what's up, man? And we were chatting, and, I, and he was like, oh, man, I got all these shows planned. And I was like, hey, don't forget, man, like the first show you ever did yeah. was Retro World <laughs> yep, Expo. Yep. And I know you've blown up now. And he's like, I, he, he doesn't. He's like, oh, dude, you guys are Please. great. I appreciate Retro it. Retro World Expo, um, five attendees. The time is down you see what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Just hold on for a minute. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll have to fix this. Should I just wait for a second? I mean, you can keep going because I can hear you. Okay. But everybody else is going to hear that too. <laughs> yeah, I'll just give it one second. So, um. For. Still going. This is your boy, man. I know. This is your boy. You gotta keep it shorter too. It's too long. So, um. What? We don't know when he's going to finish, do we? Oh, exactly. <laughs> it does go on a long time. I'll have to tell him. Like, man, I got <laughs> so you don't really recognize it when you're walking around. But yeah. when you're sitting here, you're like, oh, shit. just keeps going. Um, but uh, Pete does a great job. Oh, no, I don't doubt it. He's got a, he's got a strong voice. Yeah. He's got a very strong voice. So what we wanted to do this year with the Mortal Kombat guys was actually just take a uh, a one-year break from them. Um, They've been at the show every year since 2015, um, and we thought, let's just give it a one-year break. Let's kind of build up some hype, maybe have them back in 2020 when we can, what I would like to do is bring them back in full force with like the whole crew from the girl that plays Sonya Sonya Blade. Yeah. Jax again. Jax was yep. awesome. John Parrish, yep, Daniel right. Pacina, bring uh, Kano back. Yep. Um, and then they have a few other ones that they, the Kung Lu guy, um, bring them all back. So uh, we'll we'll do a reunion probably next year. We'll bring them all back because they're they're great guests. People love them. Yeah, I was um, I was definitely uh, in contact with Daniel Pacina on Twitter and stuff. I sent him a message. I was like, Hey, bro. You guys coming back down there? He's like, nah, man. They're kind of giving us a break this year. I was like, what? Yeah, no. I know. A lot of people asked, and every and single year I've gotten an interview with him. Yeah, so we'll. Uh, they'll definitely be back. 
It was just a let's take a one year hiatus. Let's get some some different guests in here. Yeah, and then yeah. We'll bring them back. Yeah, yep. man. They they did a really good job last year. They had, they had a bunch of people last year. I mi- I didn't get to to um, uh, talk with the guy that uh, was Kano. Yeah, um, he had to Rich, leave early. Rich Divizia. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he was involved in a lot. I think he was in uh in like NBA jams and stuff like that. Um, no, we had the NBA jam guys. I forget his name. Yeah, he uh, Tim Kitzrow was Tim the Kitzrow, announcer. Yeah. Um, but I think he was a part of something else. Um, uh, Rich, uh, maybe Rich he was. Divizio. I don't remember what he actually did, but um, I remember seeing his name in the credits. I could be wrong. Maybe it was uh, maybe it wasn't NBA Jam. So maybe it was another game. But I, I know he he had something to do with something else. I got to figure that one out. But I didn't get to talk to him last year. I was a little upset. I wanted to to get him. Yeah, on Rich here. is a great guy. It's yeah. funny those guys. Um, They're like, all super cool. So oh, super cool. And I didn't. I, so I follow them all on social media and stuff, and they're, they've, like, fully embraced the Mortal Kombat. I, I don't oh, know yeah. if they ever let it go, like, but, like, again, a few years ago, John, like, n- none of these guys were doing shows. No. And now I see them on social media, and they are, like, fully, fully embracing that again. Yeah, um, I, I, think, I think one of the reasons, too, it was tough for them to talk about any of this stuff because they were pretty much being gag-ordered from, from what I can tell. Like, they weren't allowing them to really do anything with it. Yeah, it's crazy that they don't own the rights to their own characters, yeah. you know. Uh, I think Midway still probably owns the rights to all that. Like, you know, in the new Mortal Kombat 11 and all that, like, they don't know. They don't, I don't think they get any royalties from that. I could be wrong, but I, don't, I believe yeah, they don't. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they, they get anything from that. Um, and that would have been a great question this year. For them? <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. have been a great question for them this year. That is a great um, question. Like, I've never asked Daniel that direct, but my understanding is that you know, they he owns obviously his likeness in the original Mortal Kombat, but the like. I think that's actual, why they moved away from that type of stuff too. Yeah, because like it became a, like a this big fight, you yeah. know, between the, using their likeness anymore. So, um, that's a, that would be a great question if you ever interview him again. I'd love to hear that. Like, what the what is the deal with all that? Yeah, I mean, we do try we we try to stray away from asking like over the top questions like. I'm not the guy that backs down from anything, so I'm usually the guy that's going to go in and be like, well, what's up with this? What's up with yeah. that? Or, you know, especially, especially something that I grew up with. Like, I grew up with the Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 2, Mortal Kombat 3. Like, you know, going to, to, to the arcades, the, the, the laundry mats, the bowling alleys, trying to, just trying to get my fix on Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and stuff like that. So I don't mind going and asking the tough questions, but I don't, I don't think I asked them that. So uh, that's definitely something that uh, I, I do want to uh, get him to answer next time. Um, yeah. So I'm definitely gonna have to be here next year. So so you could bring the whole squad. Yeah. I have to set up will, multiple microphones for that one. I know. We'll we'll see it for next year. But I think that that will be in the works for sure. So one of the things I have been talking to you about slightly over the years is some type of partnership with you guys. Okay. Um, and it's something we probably have to go over off the air when I get a chance. See, I'm not good at writing stuff. Okay. So. I usually have somebody else type up stuff for me, and okay. I go over it and see if it, you know, matches, you know, what I want to say, and then yeah. I send it out to somebody. Um, but as as of late, um, we've been having a tough time when the only true gamers uh, trying to get everything organized the way we want to, which is why I've been here by pretty much by myself the whole weekend. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, you you guys are that next local entity that we we want to partner up with somehow. Okay. Um, so everything we do, if you look at our, um, our banner in the back here, everything we do is locally based. I know you're, you've moved. I know you're in Cali now. You're a Cali guy. I get it. Yeah. Um, but 
uh, everything we do here, our four sponsors are all local. Okay. So all the guys that we have streaming with us are all local. We have two people that are out of state um, that we just picked up just because they're originally from Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, we got a, a guy in Hawaii we're talking to right now that we're about to try and get on. We got somebody in Florida that we're, we're getting ready to talk to and discuss some stuff with. Um, but we don't have something like a game store or anything like that. Like all these guys, they do their own thing. Like Rambling Inn is a mobile Irish pub. Like my buddy, one of, one of my good friends started that with his partner. Uh, Expert, Net, uh, Expert Tech Network Solutions. He does computer, computer work. So anytime I have issues with my computer, I contact him. He yep. either walks me through it or he fix it for me. Um, we have Kiyo Clothing. He does shirts and stuff with bears. Okay. It, it, it's not weird. It's actually really cool. Um, for example, he did uh, the movie Joker's coming out, so he did a Joker bear. Okay. And instead of the red lipstick on, uh oh, look at this. Instead of the red lipstick, he has the um, the honey. No, we don't mind. It's okay. Get excited. Get amped up. We're live. We love it. We love to hear that stuff. Uh, but That's the, my the last one is uh, Big Boy Trivia. Um, I've known him for a long time as well. Yeah. And uh, these guys are all local out of Connecticut. So we try to get a lot of the support and the, and the, um, the streamers and the YouTubers from Connecticut to join up with us, partner up with us. We don't have a gaming store okay. to partner up with. Okay. So that's one of the things I want to present to you as okay. an option. Of course, we'd have to go over some semantics. Yeah. I don't make money off of anything that I do here. Right. So I'm not looking for money from you guys. Um, it's more of a, a community-based type of thing. So we'd have to go over some stuff, if you're willing to. I mean, I'm open to all sorts of partnerships. That's, right, this whole right. show is based on partnerships. It's uh, everybody we work with, from the tournament organizers to, uh, to the guests, to exhibitors. I mean, we, yeah. it's really just about building relationships, honestly. Exactly, exactly. And so uh, I can, I can, it's not me that puts this whole... I mean, I'm, I'm basically, I look at myself as just... Uh, of having a big bunch of bunch of puzzles pieces and just working with everybody and to put it all together um but it takes so many people to put this show together exactly. so um I yeah completely I'm, agree. Open, I'm open to any relationships that can help build the show and help you out and uh certainly so yeah we can talk definitely, after this definitely. for sure so so before the show started right before we we open up this section of the show i presented you with your only true gamer shirt that's the shirt um we wanted to present to you it's not the exact shirt that i wanted to present to you Sorry. and i apologize for that uh, we right. had a mishap with getting the shirts um but that's your official shirt man thank you you're man down, I you're love down it. with the only true gamers crew now yes thank you i, I absolutely love it man so, i love t-shirts so 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 you're down with otg yeah you know me nice right? i like right? it you like yeah. that yeah, that's originally where the, the otg came from buddy of mine named Paul came up with the idea for it so instead of OPP yes <laughs> yeah so that's where I came from shout out to Paul again I gotta let you know shout out to Chris Boone who couldn't make it I don't know where he's Chris at Chris Boone where is Chris Boone yeah I man. love Chris Boone and I Jeff Turry I have I tried reaching out to Jeff if you know Jeff Turry too yeah I, I, I know him as well I haven't seen him in a while either yeah I don't I haven't I tried reaching out to him to see if he was coming but Boone <laughs> yeah where is Boone I have no idea Hmm. Boone, Boone just bought a house, bro. Wow. Yeah, man. Boone, now all nice. of a sudden, like, he's all hostage. He don't want to talk to him, buddy. I mean, I love Boone, <laughs> man. Yeah, that's my dog, man. My old school dog. I've known him for a very yeah, long time. I, I didn't. I should have reached more out to those guys. Just so busy, but that's a great question. Where is Boone? And he's uh, actually one of the guys that got me in touch with you. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, originally, yeah. Yep. Chris is good people, man. Him yes. and, and Jeff, if you know Jeff, but they're you yeah. know, long-time yeah. supporters of my stores, Retro yes. Games Plus. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, I would have never known that store existed until he told me. Yeah. I went there, I was like, wow, this is pretty dope. Thanks. Yeah, yeah man, you do a really good job, man. Um, you know, everything that you got going on. That's a little loud, too. These guys are... Who are these people right now? Uh, this is RF Switch, which okay. is actually nice and... That's good music, though, man. No, they, these guys do very a great good job. Music. They do really good work. Um, I didn't know that was them. Yeah. Um, just like Super Thrash Bros. Last year, they came in and they did it. They did a good job. They weren't here this year, though, right? Am no, I right? one thing I would like to do eventually, to be honest, like it's nice having the music on the show floor like this. I, I like it to a certain extent, but yep. it does interfere with you know some things like us having this podcast right now, yep. like the tournament organizers with their live streams. It can get yes. challenging. Eventually, our goal here in this Connecticut Convention Center is really to expand, um, try to take uh, possibly some more space in here, separate the music, grow that. Uh, I'd love to have way more bands to come in. Um, And another goal is to really expand like the eSports. I want to really take that to the next level with some like awesome stages and lighting and kick that up a a little another notch. Um, But yeah, we're always trying to improve the show. And uh, so... Already got I some was, stuff in mind for next year that I want to change and add and, and nice. some stuff to do. So, I mean, I know I, I was talking to, uh, yeah, actually yesterday I was talking to some of the people doing the commentating on the, um, uh, the fighting game side of things, and they were discussing how uh, sometimes the, the music was overpowering their, their microphones because they're like literally right across from them. So. Yeah. And we're and we have a bunch of stuff in between us. And it's and we're, still loud. Yeah. We're still getting it over here. But I don't mind the music. I, I, I don't mind it at all. I feel... Like you said, that you, you want to get a little bit more separation. Yeah, I think as long as it's some mellow music, like the orchestra was super nice. We had the Norwalk yeah. Gamer Symphony Orchestra play yesterday, and yes. they played for a couple hours. Super melodic, like good yes. music. Like, yeah, I like that. Kind of just fills the whole hall with like some good <laughs> tunes. And, and actually, the streamers didn't complain about that. It was more like when the heavy rock bands come on. That it's yeah. a little bit loud in here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, something to work on for, for 2020, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that you've been doing things, uh, it's not going to be hard to, to tweak that stuff. I think you got a good handle on how you've been tweaking things. Thanks. So the one other thing we're going to do this year is we're already working on 2020 dates. Um, so should I was hoping to have those actually like finalized by the time this show was over, but I just haven't gotten concrete dates yet. But we need a full year to plan this show. Like last year, we didn't announce that this show was even going to happen until about five months before and it, it's it's just makes everything so much more crammed to put the show together yeah and um if i could get a full year of planning for it i, I didn't after having a great show this year then i think it could be really successful moving forward so yeah but again i feel like you you, you know you guys were really smart about how you did it yet uh last year so um I don't foresee you really having too much of a problem, especially if you're going to give yourself a year to, to plan this out. You're probably just going to be over the top next year. You're probably going to blow the doors off the hinges. That's the goal, man. I mean, I, I love this market that we're in. I, you know, Hartford, I think it's a great place to be. We're close to New York City. We pull from Boston. A ton of attendees come down from Massachusetts. Yeah, we got uh, some we Rhode, Rhode Island Rhode Island, too, yeah. a lot of Rhode Island people. Like, this location, um, I mean, yeah, it'd be great to be in, like, a New York City or something like that, but... I think where we're at here, it's it's easily accessible. You can drive in. You don't hit a ton of traffic. Yeah. Um, and so I, I love it. I love this building. 
I like that every day, you know, the community's supporting it. They're showing up. They're having a good time. Um, yeah, so. man. A lot of people are having a good time. Like, I'm really not seeing any problems. I mean, you never have any problems. I haven't seen any problems at any of these events, but I'm not seeing any, uh, you know, like people that are just kind of like, eh, when they're walking by or anything like that. Everybody seems genuinely excited about the stuff that's presented. Um, people are looking at everything. They're stopping at almost every booth. Like I said, today, I felt like I had tons more traffic today than I did yesterday. And the traffic seemed the same. Like I had more people pulling cars. I had more people asking about the shirts and what we do here um, as opposed to yesterday. I feel like yesterday you may have had more business, but I think today is the day when people really come in and look at stuff. I actually, they actually I, shop more on Sunday. I Saturday think. is craziness, and then Sunday I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm tired, I'm beat. But then I like, as soon as I get to the show, I'm like, it's got such a different vibe on Sunday. It's super chill. You can actually have conversations. Everything kind of slows down a little bit. People aren't running around shopping, shopping, shopping. Yeah. Um, even though they're still shopping today, but it's just Sundays are fun because it's super chill and relaxed. Yeah. I like it. And, and to be honest, I I like doing. The interviews on Sunday as opposed to um, Saturday. Yeah. Um, but I, I try to get an interview whenever I can, so I don't really bother it. Yeah. Um, I don't. If somebody says, "Oh, I got time right now," it's cool. Or if somebody says, "Nah, how about Sunday? Sunday's a little bit more chill." I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." Um, so I feel like Sunday's more of the interview day for me. Yeah. That's why I'm glad we did. today worked out perfect, man. Well, I don't want to keep you. You got people looking at you left and right. They're side-eyeing the crap out of you. They're like, dude, you can't sit here for that long, Chris. We got they're, stuff we need to they're do. They're hunting me down. Yeah, they're, they're, everybody's walking by like, what are you doing? They're side-eyeing the crap out of you. Like, this is only true gamers. Come on, man. Why don't you come sit down and let him move that? So I'm not going to keep you, man. You're a very busy guy. You put on a great show this year. Um, I, I, again, like I said, I feel like you addressed a lot of the stuff that was uh, talked about last year. You're doing a really solid job with this stuff. I really want to put something together with you guys um, to see if we can we can get a solid partnership going. Um, like I said, Only True Gamers has been around for 10 years this year. We're going to have our limited edition t-shirts. When I get a chance, I'm going to send one out to you with the stuff on it that I promised I was going to... Actually, I didn't even tell you I was going to do it. Yeah. I was just pretty much thinking to myself, he needs one of these. Yeah. This guy needs one it. of these. So, yes, send it um, out to me. This one is awesome too, though, so I'm, thank I'm, you. I'm happy you like the shirt. Um, I'm happy you put on this show. Thank you. Um, I, we appreciate you here at Only True Gamers. And uh, Thanks, again, man, man I, I, I thank you so much for, um, for sitting down and talking with me. So before you go, if you have any social media stuff that you want to share with people, I'm going to give you the go to share that right now. Uh, yeah, so main thing, RetroWorldExpo.com. You can find pretty much everything um, on there. We'll, we'll start updating that with 2020 info probably within the next month, I would think. Um, so that's the main place to go. And then social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at uh, RetroWorldExpo. And um, yeah, we post on there things coming up. We'll post a ton of pictures from the event. Uh, search hashtag RetroWorldExpo, hashtag RWX19, and you'll nice. probably find a ton of pictures of p things from people that were at the show here today over the nice, last couple nice. days. So, um, yeah, thanks, Damn, Marlon. I, gotta, I, I appreciate I, it, man. I got, I got to hashtag that stuff myself. I keep, yeah, hashtag I'm it. slipping. I'm slacking, <laughs> bros. But, hey, man, I'm not going to keep you any longer. I appreciate you showing up. Thank you for sitting down and talking to me. Um, I will definitely be here next year. Um, like I said, I don't make any money off of any of this. I pretty much lose money every year, so the wife's probably going to be mad at me. Don't beat me. <laughs> but um, As long as you're having a good time, right? Uh, yeah, and I, I got to go get this pillow for my, my daughter across the way, too. So, <laughs> um, Yeah, man, thanks for coming through, and um, 
I'll definitely be here next year. I can't wait for that email so I can uh, reserve my booth. And uh, thanks again, man. That sounds good. Thank you, Marlon. I appreciate everything, man. All right, man. This is Marlon, a.k.a. Hades. We're going to take a quick break before we close everything out. And we'll be back shortly. Thanks, peeps. Hey, what's going on? This is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast. And we're here closing down the shop at Retro World Expo 2019. And we're sitting here with a good buddy of mine. I feel bad, man. I just, I, f- I forgot his name. I haven't seen him in years. Like, I see him here all the time, but I kind of forgot his name. So I feel really bad. So I apologize. But we're sitting here with Felix, a.k.a. Ace. And uh, is that is that is that correct? Lock City Comic Con up there, or is that not you? What, no, no, name? that's yeah, Lock City Comic Con. It's actually Lock City Anime and Comic Con. Okay, Lock um, City Anime. That's and one Comic-Con. of the shows I own. Very nice, very nice. So um, I've seen you here the past couple of years, right? So you're obviously doing big things because it looked like you had more here this year than you had in the past. You know what? We did have a little more than than we've had in the past, just because we we love the show. And we wanted to. Kind of do it right make sure yeah, that yeah, we yeah. had enough of the attendees yeah so and you know we were we were talking before um about these shows and um and to be honest i've had a lot of conversations with people um about these shows and the interactions in these shows and the positivity and also the negativity in the shows and i know we were having this this discussion uh, a little earlier today um so in that vein um we were talking about uh, what it takes to, to set these up and run these shows um, and I know you all, you know a lot about that uh, being as you set up shows like this well currently I own three and I exhibit at 45 and I consult at 12 so yeah. holy shit 45 weeks out of the year I'm in a different city different state different country at a show what god Damn, bro, you must be pulling in some mad dough, bro. <laughs> You're making some buku change, ain't you? Uh, technically, I retired in 2015. Technically? Yeah, because, I mean, I still do shows every week, but it's not like a 9-to-5 kind of thing. I haven't worked a regular job since 2015 because I do okay. Okay, <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. That sounds awesome. So why don't you explain um, some of the stuff that you do um, let's let's start with uh, actually doing the shows though. Like when you go and do a show, what do you actually do when you when you do? I, like I seen what you were doing today, but what do you do? You said forty five weeks out of the year. So it's, let 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 the let the people at, at home know. So what we're doing today is, is at this show we're exhibitors. Yeah. Um, so when you're an exhibitor, you 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 know you reach out to the show, you purchase a spot, you come and you sell your wares, and you know kind of done with it at that at that point so there's really no frills anybody can be an exhibitor shows yeah you know that has a product to sell or, or something to market yep um when you own a show it's completely different you're the guy you know paying for the venue organizing you know getting the exhibitors to come to the show yep um you know organizing the celebrities organizing the panels doing all that stuff so it's 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 you know nuts to bolts top to bottom yep it's um similar to how uh, chris crone gets this going Yes, yes. So uh, Chris and I would be equals in, in that sense as we both do the exact same thing. We're both show promoters for, yep. for shows. Yep, and um, he was on a little earlier, as you saw. Great guy. Um, yeah, awesome guy. Very, very good guy. And he's um, you know, pretty much explaining um, you know, how he gets some of this stuff done and um, the people that he kind of employs and stuff like that and who he talks to. 
um, to, to help him set up or, or um, design and stuff like that. So you guys probably do pretty much the same exact thing with designing the floor plan, the layout, who's going to go where, and, and things of that nature, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's essentially the same. The hardest part is, depending on the show that you have, is, is you know getting that layout to where you don't want it to be so staggered that people don't enjoy what they're seeing or oversaturated with the same vendors yeah um that you see all year long in other shows or yep. just too many of the same like having 10 vendors that sell funko pops yeah you know what i yeah. mean so it's, it's i kind of saw that way. um this year at uh uh was it GamerCon and at mohegan sun yeah they, they had a lot of people that have funko pop this year there was only one really good one though they had a ton of it and they had a different they had pretty much all types of different ones, which made it uh, a little bit better for me. Um, but the, the other guys were just like, yeah, we got Funko Pop too. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some guys that, uh, you know, they're generic and they, you know, they just buy in bulk from stores that, you know, go out of business or mark down clearance. But then there's one or two guys out there, Razor's Edge Collectibles being one of them, who focuses on Chase Pops, on Rare Pops. Yep. Those guys, you know, they, yep. like those are the type of vendors that bring that extra level for fans. Yep, and uh, that that's that's kind of what you look for. Like I was explaining to him, um, Chris Crone earlier that you know I like the uh, the way he kind of moved things a little bit closer. Um, uh, so so the I guess the the traffic was better in almost all aspects of the of the convention this year because last year I felt like there were certain sections that were just empty because you had a bigger, wider corridor for people to tra traverse down and that ended up getting people to like pretty much skip certain sections, like side sections. A lot of that times it's, uh, it's really the fire marshal who looks at it in terms of says, okay, your aisles have to be this wide, your booths have to be this far apart. Yes. So when you're coming into a show, setting it up for the first year or two, they're just trying to feel out what kind of crowd you're gonna get. And then once they know where you're gonna be at, they tend to be a little more lenient where they're like, okay, you need to tighten it up. Um, yeah. Or, hey, we'll let this go because we know at this point in time there wasn't that much traffic, so it could be yeah, a little yeah. more, you know. So it just depends on the venue itself. Okay. Um, so, seeing as you, you do these on a regular basis on, in multiple facets, um, on, on such a regular basis in multiple facets, um, what do you think, um, for you as a vendor, has been like the most lucrative thing you've done? You know, it's, it's different. You know, back in the day when I made costumes, um, you know, when I exhibited at San Diego Comic-Con, you are making 50000 in a weekend. You know, you do shows, you know, sort of like this where you don't bring anything major and you're only making a grand. You know what I mean? So it's a, it, it's a hit or miss. Every show is different. You know, you got New York Comic-Con coming up next week where that's that's easily a forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 weekend. Um, so it just, it really depends on the shows. You, you try to surround yourself with the... Uh, you know, shows you think are going to bring in attendees, have that those those high numbers, but that's not always it's not always the best thing because you could have thirty thousand people not spending money, or a thousand people spending a ton of money. So you just never know. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I I, I totally get that. But like, if you were so so, let's say for this venue here, um, you've been here what three years? I think. Oh, uh, I've done every year they've done so five years. Really? Yeah. So all, all I'm, the way so from I missed you the first. I missed you the first two years then. Probably, yeah. We're, we're at the old deal. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have a booth the first year. Like, I was kind of no, no, just cruising around. No, no, we had a full of pillows. I was still cosplay host at that point, so I was on the main stage just like I was this weekend. Um, yep. 
I, I've supported them from day one. I love Chris and I love the show. And, and yeah, we man, I didn't time. even know that. Man. Yeah. Jesus, I'm, I missed out on something. <laughs> First two years, damn! I thought it was only three years here. So. Yeah, no, two years at the Oakdale. So, so when you were, um, you know, doing this uh, between the two venues, um, where do you like what? What did you sell like the first two years versus the, the next three years here um, that you thought made you a, a good ton, a good chunk of change? Like, were you, were, are, were you selling the same exact thing at both venues, or did you fill out the venues enough to change it? And then when you got here, you had to change it again. So our inventory for this particular show has been the same all five years. Pillows, um, all five years. Pillows has yep. been the same inventory for the last five years because it works for this show. Yeah. So we don't change anything up. We do bring new designs, but oh, um, yes. it's always been pillows. Okay. Um, nice. They seem to do really well with gamers, um, and we sell about 40, 50 pillows every show. Um, nice. So we don't change that up. When we're doing big art shows, we'll bring out custom pillows, art prints, artwork. Yeah. Um, or I'll bring custom figures, you know, 12-inch custom-made figures. Yeah. Um, so it just really depends on the show. We, ca- we, we, have a, we have a system that works for each show based nice. on what we know comes out. Very, very nice. See, that, and, and, and that's always key for these vendors. Like, I, I'm, I don't consider myself a vendor because I, I really just show up to network and podcast and, and see all the old faces I haven't seen in a while. Um, get some nice interviews and things like that with the, with some of the people that are here. Like, I I, I missed out on some of the um, uh, the YouTube guys I wanted to, to get in touch with recently, but um, not a big deal because I know most of them will be here next year as well. This show actually uh, went very well this year, so I know I'll see them later. Um, so I don't really, you know, do the numbers the same way that you guys do, and and I'm you know I am selling shirts and stuff like that, but it, I'm not making a profit, so I'm not, I'm not, again, I'm not looking at numbers the same way as you guys yeah. are. So you have to um, take your, your product into, into consideration as, lo- as well as the inventory, the amount you're selling it for. Um, Cost of the booth, travel expenses, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, you know, projected revenue versus actual revenue, things of that nature. Um, I mean, I, I have a, a moderate idea of how, how some of that stuff works, but I've never had to put pen to paper to it. So. It's always good to get this side of it, especially, like you said, when we're discussing, uh, you know, what you have to do to set up something like this versus what you have to do to set up on the vendor side. You know, it's it's different for every exhibitor. I know, like the the pop guy I was mentioning, yep. you know, they have a 15-hour setup. You know Ouch. what I mean? And yeah. he spends six, seven thousand dollars before he's made any money, and that's at every show. Yeah. That's not show specific. That's every show. Yeah, Because yeah. he rents a truck, he has employees, he pays for the booth, electricity, all that stuff. So, I think there needs to be some sort of education, and a and a panel at a show would be great. But some sort of education where attendees can learn what it takes to be an exhibitor at shows, in case they're interested in becoming an exhibitor, or just to understand why people price their stuff the way that they do. Yeah, you know what I mean, because that's always you know a thing where attendees are like, oh, I spent thirty bucks, that was expensive. It's like, yeah, I spent three thousand to be here. You uh-huh. know, so it's it's a different yeah, different yeah. sort of avenue, you know. Yeah, you know what? And you should probably be that guy to host something. like that. I have that. a panel like that. Oh, see, yeah, it's called the Truth About Conventions. Oh, look at that! So it's the did odds you and do ends. that here? No, I didn't do that here. I'm, I did it in Cincinnati. Uh, I was just in Cincinnati last uh, last week, um, and it went over really really well. Um, it's my, it was my third time doing that particular panel, but it's. It's basically, they can ask anything. As a show owner, I, I, I believe in, in, in full disclosure. 
so they can ask anything about shows and, and you get those questions like well why, you know this show had a lot of firefly stars why wasn't nathan fillion here and i'm like honestly because nathan fillion's a million dollars and the show can't afford him and they're like that's really? crazy. you know what i mean so it's like you know you give that truth and it's like shows bring in who they can afford you know yeah. honestly yeah you know and that's what it is it's, it's it's not like they can't go out and get them they have the same contact info most of those guys have the same agents it's just what can you afford as show owner not bankrupting yourself yeah you know yeah totally i mean because now you have to be guaranteed that people are going to show and that's the thing they work like, off they the two show ways. retro world expo that was loud yeah members okay yeah we you're fired I'm sorry. We will be ending <laughs> the Chris, ticket. I'm going to talk to you about this one. Minutes. She's fired. Probably a nice probably a nice young woman, but guess what? She's fired. I'm not hating. I'm not, you know. Try hosting a cosplay contest and hearing announcements go off while you're like, hey, look, it's Lugio from Pokemon. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. See, I, see, I have this all the time, though. You don't understand. Like, you know, I know. You're sitting here. That's all you do is get this loud shit that just pops up while you're trying to have a conversation. Yeah, and your mics pick up everything. So, <laughs> no, these these, oh, these mics are dope, but they just they really do. I'm going to develop uh, instead of these windscreens like this, right? I'm going to develop an actual like Velociraptor style like <laughs> umbrella <laughs> thing that comes out. It just pops out over it, so it kind of blocks out that sound here. So all you're doing is just clipping it right here and. It looks like this big thing blocking your face, but it's actually blocking sound. You'd have to, you'd have to, <laughs> you'd have to change your, your your name. I'm like, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> it's like, here, you guys, you guys sitting down here, just pop that over. <laughs> oh shit! What is that? Clever. Why girl. is it so soft? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, you know, I'd like to make uh, make it to as more conventions, but. As I, as I said before, like I lose money on this. I don't actually make money on this. It's not about making money for me. It's about the network and and you know building the brand and pushing the brand forward. Yeah, but you also have to cover your costs, man. You know through donations, through t-shirt sales, stuff like that. Because yes. I mean, power alone is one hundred and ten dollars. People hear that and they're like, "What?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's expensive yeah. to even get power to show." Then you got table costs, you got food. You know what yeah. I mean? Gas. Yeah. It adds up. You know what I mean? So for somebody not selling really anything. Um, and even though you're selling it, you're still not making any money off of it. You know, you're $500 in expenses. Oh, yeah. It's hard to do that week in, week out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to go to shows, you know, every week or anything like that. Um, and uh, the, way, the, the way that I hope it's eventually going to be is that, you know, my, my local sponsors are going to um, help chip in for shows and stuff like that because we plug them, you know, on all the shows. And, um, you know, we, we, we talk to people and let them know, like, these are the people that support us. These are people that help get us here. Um, so they visit the sites. And so they say, oh, hey, cool. Look, the Rambling Inn, that's badass. That's a mobile Irish pub. Like, who the fuck thought of that? That's awesome. You know, like, nobody even knows. Like, I just saw your eyes perk up. Like, did you say mobile Irish mobile pub? Mobile Irish pub? Yeah. Like, I'm intrigued at the yeah, moment. <laughs> exactly. Nobody has ever done, well, probably, somebody probably has, but I don't think they've done it as good as these two right here. So the Rambling Inn, you can check them out, ramblingin.com. Um, I think it's .com, right? Yeah, it's yeah. .com. Um, you can check them out there. They are available for rent and stuff like that. They do weddings and, and all types of stuff, man. They were out in Milford um, all summer. Every Thursday, they were out in Milford all summer. Um, I showed up and, and showed some love, man. I posted some pictures and stuff into the group uh, being at the Rambling Inn. That's cool, man. Um, they're 
they're badass, man. So support those guys. Um, and again, like all the guys that I have back here, and I, I pretty much discussed this all weekend. All the guys I have back here are all local. You know, I, that, that's what we're trying to do here is bring all the local stuff and get all the local support and everything like that. Um, so that's why um, I'm, I'm constantly talking about them because we want to. Not only do we want them to take us along for the ride, we want to take them along for the ride too. So yeah, it's a, a mutually and beneficial thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. You know, if I ever, I think if I ever really needed something, I could probably contact, you know, my, you know, the, between the four of them, I could probably say, hey, man, can you throw me some change? I need to get to this. You know, we're trying to send you some, some business. I'm pretty sure that they would be welcoming to it. I don't require it. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, I don't require it because they're going to support me and I'm going to support them and the name's going to get out there. So I'm not really worried about that. But when it comes to doing stuff like this, eventually you're going to say, okay, well, I can't really afford it on my own dime. So, you know, that, that's where the sponsors come in. You say, yeah. hey, listen, you throw me some change so I can get here. And they say, yeah, sure, we can do that. Um, even if it's something small, you know, or if, even if the, between the four of them, they're splitting the cost with you or something like that. It, all of it makes a difference. Um, but I haven't really had to do that yet. So yeah, well, shout out to my like sponsors because, uh, yeah, that eventually is coming. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see a big boy trivia and yep. you know, Kaya clothing. Kiayo. Kiayo clothing. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I love their they're, logo. Uh, they're, that logo they're is dope. pretty cool. You know, they're uh, they're they're super dope. It's uh he he does all bear shirts and stuff like that. Um, I was explain I I've been explaining it the whole time. Every time I said like, what is that? Is that Japanese? Like, no, it's actually an Indian bear. Um, and uh, and 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 Jason, don't shoot me if I'm saying this wrong and everything. But I'm pretty sure we, we discussed this, and I'm pretty sure it's an Indian bear. <laughs> I'm gonna rock with that. You call me up if it, if, it's a, if it's an issue. <laughs> yeah, we'll, I'll correct we'll that. It. I'll correct it n- next con. No disrespect. Um, no, no, no disrespect <laughs> at all. Because he does awesome work. Like, you know, he has these shirts out there, and I was like I said, I was explaining it before. Uh, the Joker movie's coming out and everything. So he did a Joker bear, you know, with the green nice. hair and stuff like that. Um, and uh, instead of the red lipstick, he had the uh, he had honey. <laughs> on the lips and stuff yeah that's funny everybody laughs and they love it it's a dope shirt man that's it's a really funny. dope shirt um i i when he first said it i was like "Ooh, that might be i don't know how he's gonna do that and his artists are they're just they're fucking dope man. that's cool i would buy that shirt because I, I put honey on my chicken nuggets so oh, i'm not mad at you that's cool <laughs> we also um we have a, a collaboration shirt where we have an only true gamers bear shirt that's pretty dope man and he I donates like he donates two dollars from every sale to a sickle cell I told him that's the only thing I needed him to do so I don't want any money from it so you take all the money so I just want you to donate and he said sure man I got you so that's badass so shout out to Jason and Kiayo Clothing um you got big boy trivia yeah you know what though it's so badass hook up with some free tickets for the show next year for your listeners if you get somebody that subscribes and always comments or something like that we'll hook up with some tickets for my show Oh, nice, man. Yeah, definitely, man. Like I said, we got to get that information out there. Um, I know everybody's starting to close up shop, and I know you got some work that you need to do as well. Um, so I don't want to keep you too long. I wanted to make sure I got you on the show so we can talk about some of that stuff because I, I appreciate yeah, that. You know, we had this conversation. It was such a dope conversation. I said, you know, we got to have this on the podcast, man. <laughs> um, that the opposite side of cons, man. Like the conventions and stuff, man. It's it's just it's. You know the it's landscape such a good is story. changing. The you landscape know? is changing for conventions. Yeah. You know the bubble's about to burst. It's it's different, and I think um, cons need to sort of adapt um, to the new sort of demographic that comes to shows. You know, you got age twelve to twenty-seven. You know, kids with no money, college kids with no money. They're looking for cosplayer, looking for you know those freebies or or the window shop, so to speak. And it's yeah. it's kind of tough on the vendors, and, and vendors are dropping like flies. But um, 
you know, we still do it. You know, we, we go into shows knowing we're going to lose money, but we do it because we enjoy doing it. Yeah. Um, and if, you know, if we make a little bit, you know, great, but, you know, certain shows, you know, you're, you're not going to do as well as, as other shows, but it's when you're a big kid, you still love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially yeah, for definitely. something like this. Yeah. This, and, and this year was uh, exceptionally well done. So. Um, I, I was really excited how they did things this year. I didn't. I didn't really get to walk around as much as I would have liked to, um, as you can tell. I mean, you, you saw me over here pretty much the yeah, whole time. Yeah, when you're solo, it's tough, man. Yeah, man. This this was the first year in a while that I was actually um, solo. I had help yesterday. I, uh, shout out to uh, D Rod, um, who who actually just you know showed up and said, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay here. I got the whole day. I'm gonna help you out." Um, and I thought that was really dope of him. That's cool. So and he's uh, he's. A brand new member of the Super Stream team, so we don't even have him up on the uh, on the banner yet. Um, but the uh, next one that we do, uh, we're hoping to have three more people to put up on that banner. Um, so you'll see more people up there. Cool. I might have to make banners with like little magnet stick-on stuff and just be shuffling the the, the streamers on and just adding them as I go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and so I don't have to keep making them every year. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we appreciate you uh, uh, coming on and. and um, you know, talking about the conventions and stuff like that, and the vendor side, and the thanks for the, having me. The, the owner side. Um, so before you go, though, we do this with everybody. I just want you to let the audience know where they can catch up with you at. So there's a, f- a few places. You know, um, you know, if you're looking for the convention aspect of it, it's Lock City Comic Con or, or Pueblo Comic Con or Eroticon. Um, if you're looking for the in the custom figure um, home decor sort of vendor part of it, it's a uh, Geek Patch Trading Post. Um, Geek Patch Trading Post. And the winner for the Sega Genesis Mini Raffle number is 531010. Again, that number is 531010. That was for the Sega Genesis Mini Raffle. She's peeking the shit out of this. She peeked the shit out of this microphone right here. That's so (laughs) fucked up. Chris, I'm coming for you for that. Turn that damn microphone down. This place is huge. Everybody hearing it? We'd be that loud. I know that's. that's so she pops funny. on and like blows everybody's eardrums. And the funny thing is, we actually know where she is. Yeah, I know, right? You're fired. That's <laughs> we, where she we is. We can send Agent Forty Seven after her. What? Oh, I uh, see. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I just said she's fired. Well, we're in a game convention. I figured it was fitting. <laughs> it, it it was, but you know, it was a hit man. You know, so I would just fire her. Like you're fired. You're fired. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, geekpatchtradingpost.com. Um, right? No, we, it's not really a website. It's more Instagram, Facebook, and anything. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we don't really do the website for that stuff. We do we do it for the conventions because you kind of need it. But for yeah, the yeah, yeah. for the for the craft stuff, not really. There's there's not yeah. too much you have to do for craft stuff. Okay. Get yourself out there. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Hey, hey, man, listen. We definitely appreciate you coming through and talking to the crowd right here. Um, Thanks for having uh, me, All the listeners at home. This will probably be up in about a week or so. So you're going to be delayed. So if we told you to stop down here, um, just remember that uh, you're a week late. So if you get here and nobody's here, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, man, thank you. Appreciate you coming through. Um, Check out the group. Take the contact information. We'll be in touch soon. Yeah, we'll definitely be in touch. And, uh, hey, everybody, this is your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, with the Only True Gamers podcast. And we're going to take another quick break before we close everything out. I'm going to start breaking stuff down. I'll have one microphone left, and we will uh, continue from there. So we'll be back shortly. Later, peeps. Later.
And we are back. It's your boy Marlon, a.k.a. Hades, at the Only True Gamers Podcast, closing down the shop at the Retro World Expo 2019. We had an awesome time here this weekend. Um, Even though I was short-staffed, I was still able to get things done in a timely manner. I had a bunch of awesome guests today. Um, We had the um, Retro Revolution. Um, We had a bunch of people on from there. We had Chris Crone on today. Um, we had Felix, a.k.a. Ace, from Lock City Comic Con and more. Um, we did have um, a few other guests on here, um, which were, were really awesome people. Like, we got to talk to so many different people, and I'm trying to move myself around because I have all this stuff that I'm breaking down at the same time I'm actually talking to you guys. It's actually pretty weird. I shouldn't be doing that. But, um, yeah, I got I to gotta grab the paperwork off here. Just, I didn't even notice that the paperwork actually fell. Um, while I was trying to uh, set everything up to record. So, at that point, um, it kind of threw me off. I felt kind of stupid for doing it that way, but whatever. I'll fix that in post. <laughs> um, yeah, man. A lot of tournaments going on to, uh, this time, too. Like, they had... I think they're, even though, like, we were talking to Chris Crone about that before, um, we were discussing how he wants to also move forward with the eSports stuff, too, and have that um, become bigger as well. Um, So one of the things that we didn't get a chance to talk about, um, because we didn't have everybody here that that I wanted to talk about it with, um, is the fact that Only True Gamers will, within the next year, uh, be moving with the times into eSports, um, and only true gamers will have a team, so we're gonna have our own esports team. Um, we have our sponsors um, that I've been plugging for the entire the entire show. Um, our KIO Clothing, our Expert Tech Network Solutions, our Rambling In, and Big Boy Trivia, which are our, our major sponsors. Um, and uh, hopefully, I can talk uh, Chris Crone into being one of our esports partners as well. And um, they can come along for the ride with us as well. So, again, this is all stuff that's tentative right now. Um, you are hearing it here first. Exclusive, 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 exclusive. That's my, that's my clue voice. All right. Clue, clue, clue. Right? So, I got my um, exclusive going out there. We will be doing that. We will be moving forward with that. And we will be picking up names. Um, and eventually, we'll be picking up big names. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to short that, that one. Um, it's, uh, it's very lucrative in that market, and um, we want to show love to the esports crowd, the fighting game community, and more. So, um, yeah, man, if y'all want to be part of a team and, um, you know, that's actually going to support you as a gamer, come holler at Only True Gamers. I feel like, yes, that is. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so I feel like I was uh, Sugar Knight there. Like, if, if y'all wants, you know, to be a part of a team... That's not going to be all dancing all over the commentary and stuff like that. Wearing some shiny suits and stuff. Come out at Only True Gamers, yo. (laughs) But yeah, man, um, good show. Uh, Chris Crone's done it again. Uh, He took care of a lot of the issues that um, people were talking about last time. He's got got a couple of things he got to work on this time, but it's not nearly as many as he had last time. I think the spacing was good this year. Um, they didn't have a lot of people selling the same old stuff. Um, it just it felt it felt really good this year. So um, shout out to Chris Crone for doing a good job with the uh, 
the uh, Retro World Expo 2019 this year was awesome. Um, shout out to everybody that were able to come through. Um, we had uh, uh, Stephen from Super Retro Throwback Reviews on here yesterday as well. Um, so shout out to all the people that, that were actually able to sit down um, and interview with us and share their thoughts on, on everything about this convention and more. Um, we did have uh, Lord Lynx on here yesterday. Shout out to him, uh, Aaron Johnson, who, who stopped by um, to talk to us and everything like that, man. It just, you know, a lot, a lot of good people stopped through and talked to us, and we really appreciate all of you guys. We thank you for all the support and stuff like that. Um, I'm not going to keep you guys uh, for today's expo since everybody's pretty much gone right now. All the stuff is down. Um, I did get confirmation that he's going to try and have the Mortal Kombat peeps back next year. And that's um, that crew right there is one of the big people we like to like to interview. So I can't wait for next year and the tweaks and the changes he's going to have next year. I can't. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'll have my booth set up as soon as he announces that I'll be ready to go. Um, so, you know, shout out to, to everybody that stopped by. Um, shout out to the only true gamers. Um, thank you guys so much. We will be here next year. Come out, show us some love. Share, like, subscribe, repost, retweet. Do all of that good stuff. Hit the notification bell. Um, we'll be back in the house doing, doing everything that we normally do in the, in the coming weeks. So don't forget to check us out. On all of the major podcast distributors, we have the SoundClouds, the Google Plays, the Apple Podcast, the Stitcher, and the TuneIn. So you can check us out there. Um, also, he head over to the group, www.facebook.com slash groups slash OnlyTrueGamers. We do have a page now, so you'll be able to find us on the on, uh, Facebook pages, the Only True Gamers page. We're, we're back in the, in the building over there. And the Twitter, you can check us out. It's um, at OnlyTrueGamer. Um, no S, so you guys can check us out there as well. Um, doing big things. We're on Twitch as well and YouTube, Only True Gamers. So holler at your boy. Check us out. It's your boy Marlon, a.k.a. 80s. Closing out Retro World Expo 2019, day two. It's been fun, guys. Thanks for listening. Check you guys out later, and please post responsibly. Later, peeps.